Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, aka Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. It looks like the NHL is trying to work its way back. They made an announcement earlier today that they're getting ready to start phase two of their plan to return to the ice. And that means that players can go to the facility and start working out, start skating again. And that's important. Most of these guys haven't been on ice in forever. Well, not in forever, but since March 12th, 13th, they haven't been on the ice at all. So there's a lot that has to get done. I've been talking about it a ton with people who cover hockey and know hockey. The idea that, you have to get yourself ready to skate a shift is a difficult idea. Trust. Big trust. It's difficult because guys on the ice are going 100 miles an hour and they have to get themselves ready. But let's let's put that to the side for a second. Let's talk about how this played out. If you've been listening to me on the air over the last couple of days, whether it's been on radio or television, I've been talking about how Gary Bettman has actually done all right handling this. I've seen him in interviews nationally. I've seen him kind of strike the right tone about, well, we don't want to rush getting ourselves back on the ice. We want to be careful about taking away testing from the public And we're talking with everyone to try and get the best possible way for hockey to find itself back playing again. It looks like they're targeting July 1st as an opportunity to open up training camps. I imagine those training camps will take a couple of weeks. If there are no setbacks, there are no problems. There's no mass massive outbreak of COVID-19 inside these, these hockey clubs that they'll be hockey starting in mid to late July. The crazy part, and I just saw this tweet before I started recording from Pierre Lebrun, which I think is important because the Blackhawks find themselves in this tournament, but they technically are not in the playoffs as of yet. And you'll hear, I'm going to share some of, of Commissioner Bettman in a little bit. But you'll hear him talk about the teams that are in the round robin versus the teams that are in the first round of the playoffs. That the the top four teams in each conference are in the first round of the playoffs and the teams that are in the round robin are in the round robin. This is Pierre Lebrun's tweet. NHL says round robin slash play-in are considered qualifying for the Stanley Cup playoffs. And while this could change, the NHL, as of now, considers that round a special set of games and not actual playoffs. So for the record-keeping purposes, the playoffs weren't expanded from 16. There's going to be 24 teams that are going to be involved in this. Eight teams are going to already be in the first round of playoffs, and they'll determine their seeding at a later date. The Blackhawks are in the group of teams that has to fight their way into the playoffs. And I wonder if that's how they're going. Like, are they going to use this for regular? I mean, they Gary Bettman said that the regular season is over, but I wonder if these are things that the regional 
networks can actually use as programming? And does it go up to the total of games that all of the regional networks need? Anyway, it was cool just to watch it play out and watch Gary Bettman talk about all of this stuff. It felt like we were watching a selection Sunday type atmosphere where it had been rumored that the Blackhawks were going to be part of this thing. But now we know that the Blackhawks are part of this thing, what this thing is and and, and whether or not it can succeed is still up for determination, but it felt good to have a sports moment. Like we had a sports moment today where from an optimism standpoint, you can now kind of go, all right, we we have a, a, a bit of a target the middle of July, and hopefully things will keep going. It is also interesting that Chicago is going to be one of the cities that is up for consideration to be a hub. I don't know how that's going to work, but at least if you look at the, the metrics on COVID-19 in the state of Illinois, Cook County is a whole nother thing, but in the state of Illinois, we've seen cases and percentages of cases dropping. So without further ado, let me share with you the commissioner of the NHL, Gary Bettman, giving the announcement of how the NHL at this point plans to return. When the given go-ahead from the medical experts and the relevant government authorities is given, 24 of our 31 teams will resume play. The top 12 in each conference as ranked by percentage points from our standings as they stood through the games of March 11th when we paused our season as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. The remaining seven teams will enter the draft lottery which I will discuss in detail later. For purposes of nomenclature, record keeping and NHL awards, the 2019-20 regular season has been deemed to be completed. We will resume play and conduct the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs in two hub cities that will be identified and announced at a later date. One will be the site for the resuming Eastern Conference clubs the other will play host to the resuming Western Conference clubs. Each will have secure arenas, practice facilities, hotels, and local transportation for our players, coaches, and essential staff. We expect that our clubs will be permitted to travel a maximum of 50 personnel to their hub city. A very limited number of support staff will be able to access the event level at each venue. A comprehensive system of testing will be in place in each hub city. We are currently in phase one of our pause during which clubs have been instructed to self-isolate as much as possible and have done so. In early June, we expect to be able to enter phase two during which clubs can return to their individual practice facilities for voluntary small group on and off ice training. Yesterday, we released a comprehensive protocol that will govern how we will operate in phase two. Phase three of our return to play plan will be the opening of formal training camps. 
the timing of our entry into phase three again will be determined by guidance from medical and civil authorities. While we are anxious to open camps as soon as possible, we don't envision doing so before the first half of July. Finally, when appropriate, we will move to phase four in which our participating clubs will report to their respective hub cities and we will resume play. Obviously, we anticipate playing over the summer and into the early fall. At this time, we are not fixing dates because the schedule of our return to play will be determined both by developing circumstances and the needs of our players. For various reasons, we are also not announcing at this time which two cities will serve as our hubs. Things are evolving rapidly. And when we decide on locations, we want it to be on the best available information at the time that we need to make that determination. In the meantime, I can say we have narrowed the choices to a number of cities that as of today include Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. There are no shortage of candidates that can help us do this. Again, the final determination will depend on COVID-19 conditions, testing availability, and government regulations. The top four teams in each conference will claim automatic berths in the first round of the playoffs. They will play intra-conference round robins, each playing the other three teams to determine their respective seeds in the first round. These games will be played with regular season overtime and shootout rules with ties in the final standings broken by regular season points percentage. The remaining eight teams in each conference will play in best of five qualifying round series to determine which four in each conference advance to the first round of the playoffs. The matchups for these series again are based on points percentage at the time of the pause. These games will be played with playoff overtime rules. Once the round robins and qualifying rounds are completed, we will conduct conference-based playoffs in each hub city. The winners of the qualifying round robins will advance to the first round with each opposing one of the round robin teams. Since we have endeavored to be sensitive to players' preferences, the matchups for the first round series remain to be set as the return to play committee is still discussing whether to determine them through seating or via a bracket. In addition, the return to play committee is still discussing the lengths of the first and second round series and whether the second round matchups will be determined through seating or via bracket. In any scenario, the conference finals and Stanley Cup final will be best of seven. I know that there are some hockey purists that are probably happy that the commissioner said that, that you keep the conference finals and the Stanley Cup final at seven games. I think that they should do first and second round as best of five. And the reason why is because of the dates that if, if, if we are in a place where the NHL can have their tournament, you know what that means? That means that we are in a place where football can start on time. And if football is in your way, that's a bad thing for the NHL. So you want to get that stuff over with by Labor Day, if you can. And if that means shortening things up in the first and second round, so be it. 
be great if you could award the Stanley Cup on like September 1st. That'd be great. I think it'd be great for the players too because then you could rest and maybe have a semblance of a normal 2020-2021 season. But the Blackhawks now find themselves with an opportunity. And one of the things that I think is cool about this is everyone's kind of on even ground. And if you remember what was happening with the Blackhawks, that team was sliding. They were they were giving you fits and starts throughout the season where it looked like maybe they could be a playoff team. And then they dip. Then they make the trades that make people unhappy. They look like a team that had kind of waved the white flag. And now here's an opportunity. Corey Crawford, Jonathan Taves, Brent Seabrook, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith. These are guys that have been through this before. I don't know how you handicap this, but I wouldn't want to play them. Just saying. Maybe hockey's back, and that's good. Maybe it's a harbinger of things to come, which is better. The NHL rules the day today. Good job by them. Let's keep our fingers crossed and hope that everyone does better overall and we can get these boys back on the ice and everyone else back on the court and on the field and get our lives heading into the new normal. But congratulations to the NHL for stepping forward into a void and I think doing a good job of handling this. Thanks for listening.